Fox News alert millions of American families. Yeah, Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for CBS News. I'm George Thomas. We begin with the latest. Here at St. John's Baxville, there are certainly a lot of factors here at the LAPD. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for CBS News. Watch on George Thomas. We begin with the latest in the coronavirus pandemic. Number of cases here in the U.S. Once again, actually kind of a little early. I mean, not, this is not when we planned to uh, come in. However, uh, based upon the time we rescheduled, we are on time. In fact, just a little bit early for two live streams in a row. I would like to point out most of the time it's not. W with me today, I have a good friend of mine, JP Stevens, the host of Dissident in Chief podcast. Wanted to get him back on after uh, being one of the first guests. And uh, it's going to be a great show. How are you doing, JP? Man, I am making it. And before we start, I have a nice angry orchard. I'm going to break Ooh. open real quick. Do it. I've just got the uh, old-fashioned cores here. Colorado's it's, finest. Exactly. It's uh, <laughs> a lot better than than that uh, Anheuser-Busch shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And cheers. Cheers, brother. So uh wanna let everyone know about your show a little bit. I I know you had taken a little bit of a hiatus for a bit, but oh, a little bit of a hiatus because uh work's been coming back steadily as hell. Um, because I do a lot of live event production and uh with uh COVID officially over, uh that according to the media, <laughs> um all of our shit's coming back and yeah, I'm a busy girl, but uh other than that. <laughs> And uh, speaking of my girly hair, um, in honor of WrestleMania starting like right now, but going on the rest of the weekend, and the fact that I've been putting it together for two weeks, I am in the fucking spirit of the wrestlies today. Nice. Hell yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, your show, though, Dissident in Chief. Oh, yeah, fuck. Forgot <laughs> about that thing. So, um, the Dissident in Chief uh, just... It's me just doing political social commentary and with my own brand of a super smart commentary, quote unquote, it's not my quote, but other people call it good, smart stuff, but I'm <laughs> usually retarded. So, um, but yeah, it's all politics and social shit. And then, yeah, I just, I do a bunch of different shit and I'll do an hour and a half or so and maybe brush politics for about 30 minutes or so. Most of the time I just talk about whatever the hell is happening and also keep your dirty whore, um, my dirty whore wife's uh, name out your mouth. But anyway, <laughs> not, oh. uh, not uh, someone else's dick out of her mouth, but just her name and making a joke about her being bald, but otherwise. Oh good. man, that. So, I mean, I know it's like a week old and everyone's tired of the fucking memes. I'm not because they're fucking stellar, okay? But, I yeah. found some good ones last night and I was posting them to my Instagram and man, they were fire. They were making me die laughing. So mm -hmm. no, there's still good ones out there. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, the, the whole situation is ridiculous, blown out of control. I mean... It's I best. have more more things to say about the uh, the fallout of that whole situation than the actual situation itself. Although I gotta say, I feel I feel for that dude. Um, well, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe he should have. Uh, I don't know. Hit a comedian for telling a mild joke when he could have gone for like the throat. But you know, yeah. Like Chris I mean, Rock, like in in reality, like the joke he made was kind of fucking mm, like, meh, you know, like yeah. And we know Chris Rock, and we've seen stand up where he goes for the jugular, so like he held back and then still got that shit happened to him. So 
yeah um imagine if he had actually fucking done it if he had like went there that would have been he probably you know, deserved he, the slap at that point but i would have respected it he probably thought about it and uh realized that he probably shouldn't so <laughs> i mean honestly my opinion is is he probably should have just either stood up to his wife and said you can't sleep with other men or i'm out of here or you know just not been a cuck i mean i mean if it's that's their <laughs> thing whatever other people can make fun well, of it though. well that's it's her thing, thing. It, you can see the look on his face it's not his thing <laughs> everyone remembers the fucking like the meme of when she's like i'm in a situationship and the look on his fucking face yeah. and it's like yeah it's definitely not two ways like no. either open it up all the way or just i don't know be monogamous like you're in a relationship or marriage i don't know call me mr fucking traditional values over here but you know i'm a I fucking mean, it's, dude it's obviously what he wants and so otherwise they he wouldn't have done it for so long and then you know i i just i don't see it lasting with somebody who did want a monogamous relationship which is fine but uh you know if, if that's not what you want to do as long as you're up front about it up at first at the start of the relationship that's that's an entirely different situation and obviously she was not so mm. like i said i i feel for the guy but on the other hand he should have stuck up for himself that's what makes him a cuck so yeah and then you go over and slap a comedian for a lame joke so i don't know yeah a, a comedian that hasn't been funny since the late 90s <laughs> hey man i've asked there's a couple of stand-up specials by chris rock that are pretty good like not not even he's, recent he's all right he's not like oh my he's not dave Chappelle, but that's like comparing like anyone else to fucking jesus like it's it's kind of like where <laughs> it's like comparing anyone else to dave Chappelle. <laughs> see yeah yeah like you can't beat like it's trying it's an impossible standard so yeah yeah he's doing pretty good compared to that but you know like i get the whole like oh she probably he probably shouldn't have made the joke and blah, 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 the sensitivity mm. stuff but i don't know it's as he even said, he's like, it's a fucking movie joke from like the 90s. Like, it's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't saying like, oh, you diseased, bald-headed motherfucker. He didn't say some shit like that. Then I could see him getting slapped for real. But other than that, well, like, whatever. It, it sounded like a, just like a pre-made joke. Just like one of those stupid, nobody laughs at, pre-made jokes that's safe for TV, for mass consumption. Like An it, award show was, joke. Yes, exactly. A, a late night show joke. Like it was just, it fell flat, except for it fell flat on Will's face and he did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's just, that I don't whole know. situation is interesting, though. Honestly, the, the one thing that I am glad about it, though, is it does kind of break up the monotony of talking about World War III and the russians uh ukraine uh obviously the only people who talk about COVID are the people who are still showing us that it, it was a scam pretty much the whole way through and the um, fucking COVID idiots that are still out there somewhere they're not in the industry i'm in because they're they're done with that shit but uh, they're out there somewhere and uh, yeah i feel bad for them now because they they don't want to feel wrong so they just keep going with that and then i'm like dude we left you like three narratives ago like get on the program bro how how long did it take for everyone at your work to stop wearing masks uh pretty quickly like <laughs> when like start of the year when the events started coming back like hot and heavy yeah they did we've been working the most of the time and then when it came back we like all of us, a lot of us got vaccinated. Pretty much all of us either got vaccinated or got COVID. So it kind of was just one of those things where like some tours gave a shit. Most didn't. And then even if they did, most of the workers on the tour didn't give a shit. So yeah, that makes sense. 
you had the you had fucking the living embodiment of HR walking through every once in a while, like put your mask over your nose. <laughs> a couple, a couple of tours, but also my camera is still shit even from the last time. Yeah. Anyway, at least you're quicker on the draw this time. <laughs> Good draw. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so crazy. I mean, I I don't know. I've been working from home for the past. Uh, several months, almost a year, I've been uh, working from home. So it's, uh, I don't know, I, I hadn't had to worry about it. And uh, if any business was going to tell me that I had to vaccinate to keep my job when I worked at home, I was just going to quit. So, you know, it's, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. Not my choice, but it was going to be my choice to quit if a at-home job was going to get me to vaccinate because yeah. it, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that's like it's stupid enough to force people to get vaxxed. It's even stupider for people who work from home. Exactly. And stupider and stupider in this case is a word to describe this shit, even though it normally <laughs> isn't. But yes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. The I, I still see people every now and then out with masks. Um, the most that I see. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I'm actually running for office here in the state of Utah. Bad idea. I see why people don't do it. Um, Especially I, having a controversial guest like me on. Like, that's just a fucking campaign killer all, right there. All of my guests could screw my campaign. <laughs> my show could screw my campaign. <laughs> so, but hey, I mean, if if they can't take the truth that uh, I'm actually trying to expand their liberty and these two parties will just restrain it, that's their fault, not mine. And that you're a real human being that like yeah. jokes around with their buddies, like fuck off. Like yeah, you exactly. do the same shit off of your, like all the people that moralize about that shit, they do the same fucking shit at their fucking house. We just do this shit publicly. Is exactly. the only difference. Exactly. So if they can't take a joke, not my fault. Um, so I had, I had gone to an event for like a meet the candidates event at up at the college here up at Weber state. And the only people I saw up there with masks uh, were the elderly. There, there was a couple of elderly people with them and that was it, which if that's what they want to do, if anybody wants to wear a mask, it's on you. I think it's stupid, but that's me. So um, yeah, that's, I mean, there is a case to be made if you're like stupidly old or not stupidly old, but very old to like, it's probably not the worst idea in the world. <laughs> if you're geriatric, <laughs> it's probably not the worst idea. If you're like yeah. 85 to 95 or whatever, and you're in public, not, not the worst idea in the world, not exactly like super rock solid of a foundation, but whatever. But if you're like I mean, fucking under 40 or under 50, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I mean, just wash your hands and don't touch your face. <laughs> don't spit in other people's mouth unless it's like <laughs> yeah. a sex partner or something. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're into that sort of thing. And in which case, just get consent. <laughs> oh, that's just crazy. So one thing I did want to ask you about was uh, all of this stuff going on with Disney. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. Because for anyone who doesn't know, the uh, depending on which side of the argument you're on, it's either the don't say gay bill or it's the don't groom kids bill or the new one I heard, which I thought was actually interesting, was the parents' rights in school bill, which I think explains it a little bit better. But A little bit of an exaggeration, but I, I see like there's good intention behind that one. Yeah. Like it's, it might be a bit uh, overblown, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, so on one side, I don't know what the LGBT community is freaking out about. Um, if you actually read the bill, uh, the word gay is actually not anywhere in that bill. So 
I, I don't know what they're freaking out about. And I don't understand why the hill they want to die on is teaching little kids sex ed. I just, or that like sometimes a womanly looking man like might have a dick. Like, yeah. I why, why do we need why, to have a five or six year old know that? Like, I mean, and not to be like insensitive or whatever, which I don't care about that anyway, but it's like, <laughs> if you're like, I don't know, six or five or six, like maybe you should not be learning about that stuff. Again, not the most like conservative traditional values motherfucker out there, but maybe that's a bit too young, just a bit. Yeah. I, I, I think uh sexual preference is a, uh, too young or though those kids uh, kindergarten to third grade that's uh i mean i i just think back on that age what i can remember and if <laughs> if my teacher was trying to tell me about their sexual escapades outside of the classroom or possibly in the classroom um i wouldn't have wanted to hear about it i wasn't thinking about sex at that age and no child is I mean, as a former child, long ago, <laughs> the the most uh, pressing issue in my life at about kindergarten to third grade was, uh, oh, I don't know, when was snack time? When was nap time? That kind yeah. of shit. Like, uh, I don't, I wasn't, no. Like, I may have thought, like, a girl was, like, kind of cute, but then I'd, like, make fun of her, that kind of thing. But that was... About the extent of like uh, <laughs> sexuality at about that age for me, I don't yeah. know. There might be some kids that are like grown and like fucking at that point. At this point, I don't know how far the culture has gone since <laughs> the early two thousands, but you know, yeah. And I just, I mean, I don't know. None of it makes sense to me. And but beyond that is Disney. Disney saying that this bill should not have been passed and that they were going to do anything in their power to make sure that uh, they would, you know, get it uh, repealed or whatever. And that right there, I think, is more concerning to me than anything. Disney, the family-friendly Disney, supposedly family-friendly, is now what? I, I, I don't know what I don't know what to make of it. Uh, just, it just sounds like simple, like pandering to literally everybody, but then they're, but in the attempt to do that, they pander to almost no one or to a specific group because that's the only people that get loud about it. Yeah. And I mean, so the, the manipulation behind it is the don't say gay bill. And I mean, obviously that this does cover like a lot of different aspects. So it's, it's not so black and white. However, the major points of the bill and it's, it's not a huge legal bill. It's not that long. Um, so anyone can actually go read it. So it, it's uh, not complicated to understand what it covers. So it is complicated just, if you have an agenda that wants to, go against that which is kind of weird but you know yeah i guess it would be hard to read in that sense that i'm sick of this i can't stand it ron DeSantis hates the gay community <laughs> which you almost and, have to like make that leap before and it's almost like a, a not a recency bias but like a bias you already have and yeah. then it just confirms it even though it's not really doing that but you know whatever fits the narrative you've already constructed in your head. Yeah. That's, it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just don't understand the implication with kids. Adults. Fine. I, I, even, even older children, um, you know, teenagers, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, the little kids, I just don't get it. And that's, to, to me, that's where people just cross the line, personally. Well, it's just like any other thing with public school. <laughs> get them young. And then they'll be good little uh, citizens of the propaganda and the machine um, when they become adults. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
which, okay, first of all, this is one thing that I have started pushing uh, for the liberty movement, uh, regardless of what side you lean on in the liberty movement. If you're a uh, big L, little L, if you're not even a libertarian, but you just want liberty, um, why are we not pushing this on children? Um, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, people who don't want liberty are pushing their beliefs on children. I understand the whole pushing beliefs, uh, whatever, <laughs> get over it. If people don't spoon feed their kids, somebody else is going to. And I think that uh, it's more than fair to teach children about free markets and the fact that you own yourself and anybody trying to violate that is an authoritarian. So I just don't see the issue and I don't understand why the LP or the LP community does not uh, want to push this onto children more if we're going to try and uh, help the Liberty movement actually grow. Yeah. And foster the next generation of people that aren't going to be just like mindless little libtards and that the, the schools are essentially teaching to be, or at worst, well, definitely just being good, like citizen soldier or whatever the fucks, but Preferably like libtards, but because they're more easily controlled than other such ideologies. But that's just, I mean, my thing. When 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 the culture ends up changing and the the next outrage campaign comes out, then you know they can be force fed that, and those those kids will uh, upload that data file to their brains and just spew all the talking points. And so they're yeah, they're just creating mindless little soldiers. I just would rather teach our kids about free markets. Which is why I don't know the author's name. I'm sorry to do that, but the there's like um it's a couple, I think, that's producing a bunch of libertarian children's books. The like, Tuttle Twins. Yes. Thank yeah. you for that. But I, that's why I love what they're doing on that end because they're essentially just they're writing children's books, but then teaching that because all of them like teach lessons to an extent. Yeah. And they're teaching like, you know don't hurt people, don't take their stuff, like, and then about free market capitalism, that kind of thing. Like yeah, in, collectivism in a, is bad. <laughs> in an easily digestible way that's perfect for children. Yeah, exactly. And uh, not trying to push some ideology or some personal way of life that they can decide upon when they're older. Like, <laughs> exactly. So weird. I don't know. So there is one, uh, one thing I wanted to, uh, other than that, I wanted to bring up, and that's what the most important news story, I, in my opinion, that's actually going on right now, uh, other than Ukraine, fuck all of that nonsense. Um, uh, the, the don't say gay bill, don't groom bill, whatever you want to call it, fuck that too. It's Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, yeah, they finally admitted, oh, oh yeah, that laptop we put mm -hmm. like off to the side and said, we censored everybody because it was during an election. Oh, that's that was all. It's all good now. All right, we're gonna move on then, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. That one. So, real quick, I do got this uh, meme video, which I thought was really funny that I found earlier. Let's see. Joe, and they say you get some of it, and you do live very well. You have houses all over the place. You live very well. All right, gentlemen, let me just ask oh, some man. questions about all of this broadly. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yep. Bruh. <laughs> so work of art right i i thought that was pretty funny earlier and yeah, uh, that's uh that was that's pretty good The i like how when it's like this guy in china i'm like oh, what 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 joe what? <laughs> yeah exactly 
And it's like of 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 all of all things, like this to me, this is like just one of the biggest stories out there right now. Um, I mean, it should have been the biggest story during the campaign. Um the the New York Post, I think, was the the big censorship because they had posted it on Twitter and then mm. Twitter came in and said, Nope, nope, you're you're not having this. They are um you know you you can't post this this is fake and it's like well no it's not um where do you think all of those pictures of uh hunter biden smoking crack came from yeah like it was it's just disgusting the fact that they blatantly did it and then nobody gives a shit except for people like us but we don't matter and the culture <laughs> is going to fucking move on and then yeah and then, and then all these fucking government officials and all these commentators are saying it was all Russian disinformation and all this shit is just—they're fucking monsters. I swear. Like I hate—I just—I hate the government so much. Sometimes they're all full of shit. All of them. I agree. It's, it's just—it's fucking. I don't know. Well, and it's—it's it's the people who cover for, for them, the the media, which are. I mean, they're they're all tied in together, you know, like they're they're cousins with a, a senator or, you know, their husband and wife of the board of this company. And, you know, they pass legislation that benefits that industry. I mean, just look at uh, Nancy Pelosi's stock portfolio Any <laughs> anything that she is po- or she's talking about passing, whatever her husband had just bought in the stock market buy right now that's as good as an <laughs> indicator as there is exactly whatever the politicians are buying right now that's what you want to buy so uh yeah just it, that actually is public record too so do keep an eye out on what stocks they are buying um what they are investing their money in because i guarantee they won't go broke yeah i'm pretty sure on twitter there's the the nancy pelosi uh, portfolio tracker that one is a. Uh a gem of knowledge and a good info to have wink wink yeah good good way to make some money especially when uh our money is devaluing our money's being sent over to ukraine which has some real sketchy ties with uh the president and his family um i i don't know i've i've even stayed out of all of that ukraine stuff it it's too hard to find the truth of what's going on. This is not worth it, in my opinion. The only thing I know for sure is that we should not be involved. Agreed. I, I think that's the best uh, take that uh, anyone could have, personally. Because I'm sure... Because people that are like, oh, you're defending Putin and all that, if you say we should stay out of it. But then I'm like, yeah, fuck Putin, too. That guy's an asshole, and... <laughs> I'm sure he's fucking corrupt as shit. Like, yeah, like, and whatever's going on, it's probably fucking messy. And mm-hmm. why you and and more proof that we shouldn't be involved in foreign entanglements, non-intervention, all that good shit. You know, the bedrocks of a good libertarian, quote unquote. Yeah, and I I don't understand why that right there is because I've been called a Putin apologist or a Putin sympathizer, uh, which is insane to me. It's like, okay, I don't want to go to war. But then again, I guess that's, you know, the, the old guard in the, in the American tradition, you know, it's like, we got to go to war America. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And they did the same thing with uh, Iraq too, I think. So, yeah. with the, well, not I think, but we know they did. And they did the same thing with World War II, Vietnam, all that good stuff. So, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, sponsor, we've got uh, the Ukraine war brought to you by Pfizer and the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So, thank you to those guys. Clause, so, Clause, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Schwab. I don't Klaus know. Schwab, the Bond yeah. villain. <laughs> the literal Bond villain approves of that message. Yeah, it's. God, I fucked that <laughs> joke up. God he... damn it. 
<laughs> I mean, if anyone has actually ever listened to him speak, though, I mean, he just needs a white cat. Just needs a white cat. And to be fair, or to be fair, like, it doesn't help that, like, he's the most German person you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. A standard Hollywood evil guy. Like, and for some reason, the, uh, the, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The, the cliche of a villain is the one guy we're not looking at asking questions about. Mind you, he did write a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. Um, yeah, so, because, yeah, the, the whole thing with The Great Reset is uh, interesting because, yeah, it's real. Like, And it doesn't even take like a whole lot of fucking sleuthing to find out what The Great Reset is all about. Like, really, none of this does, but like in particular, The Great Reset stuff you go down a, like a rabbit hole that is like five foot deep and you'll, you'll get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I I've seen it less and less. However, I have still seen certain people calling others conspiracy theorists for these things. However, you don't have to go far at all anywhere to, to find people talking about a new world order or, the great reset or just look at what they're doing, collapsing the dollar, printing ungodly amounts of money, trying to get everyone on a digital currency. And not even like the cool new world order that like kicked ass in the nineties. Cause it's wrestling going on. Hey, Oh yeah. Anyway. Circle back. Also uh rest in peace. Scott Hall. Uppa. There you <laughs> go. Anyway. But, yeah. It's, it's crazy to me, but however I have, at least personally have not experienced uh, as much being called a conspiracy theorist. Um, I think the average person is probably more aware of what's going on than at least the uh, legacy media would like everyone else to believe. So, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. We live in crazy times, man. I, I don't even know what to think about it most of the time. Dude, the weirdest place to hear about like, the world economic forum or like the new world order is when I'm on the job site. That's how, you know, <laughs> that's how, you know, when you get some random guy that's on tour and he finds out that you're not like fucking li like super duper Libby or normal, which I mean, none of us are normal, but like extra <laughs> non-normal. Yeah. He'll start doing the whole, he'll start talking and let himself and like, man, this whole new world order thing is freaking me out, bro. That's the weird spot. Once you start hearing it among the working class, you're starting to get the tides to shift slowly but surely. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, which is interesting because, I mean, the the working class that's exactly who they would want to keep this information away from. And not like the communist working class, but like the actual working class that actually works. And doesn't like produce like BuzzFeed articles about like <laughs> dick size or something like that. Like the actual working class. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the, uh, the post or, or the graduates out of university who just went straight into journalism and think they're actually making a, a difference in the world. The people that fix their shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I mean that that's the cut of the people I came from. Uh, that's, pretty much what I've worked my entire life other than my most recent job is the most cushy job I've ever had. But one of them now, I mean, I do work for one of the most evil corporations in the world, but you dun, know, dun, dun. exactly. And they can also go fuck themselves because their, uh, their standards for their, uh, low level employees are impossible yet. The uh, I actually uh, this won't be hard to find out who I work for. I just don't want to name drop, but read an article from Zero Hedge the other hey. day, just just a couple of uh, days ago that their top level employees that actually work at their location in New York City um, were complaining that they have to show up to work five days a week and that they might quit over it. So, man, that's a uh, that's so rough. I got the, ah, yeah, uh, man, that's 
Oh my God. Yeah. That's the hardest thing in the world to deal with is to work a five day work week. Oh, it's not like I've been working on an event for two straight weeks, but you know, whatever. Yeah, well, you can go fuck yourself, okay? Apparently. Five days is hard. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just like a fucking schmuck or something, because I got in the wrong industry. This whole, like, I can actually work. Because they have, didn't you see the fucking thing where they're having a couple, bunch of companies? Well, not a bunch, but like 30-something companies testing out, like, the four-day work week, like they're fucking France or some shit? Yeah. And, yeah. And it... In the defense of the four-day work week, I do believe that it makes sense for some industries. And, I mean, I, I've always liked the idea of four tens. You know, I, I do enjoy that idea. Um, so, for certain industries, maybe it makes sense. Um, however, I mean, any anything I would actually want to be involved in, one of the first jobs, like job jobs I had was being a farmer. And I would still be doing it right now if it wasn't for these globalist piece of shit that want to basically buy up all the farmland and make it impossible for small families to make any money. I mean, hell, they have, it's like everything else, like 99% of the food that is made by 1% of the fucking farms, like every other thing. And yep. it's all giant fucking companies that are subsidized into oblivion. Yeah. So, did, did you ever uh, watch that documentary, Super Size Me? Yep. So he actually made Morgan Spurlock. He made a second one. And anybody who sees this, please go watch that documentary. It was amazing. He did it strictly about chicken sandwiches. What ended up happening is what he was trying to do was create a restaurant, a fast food restaurant that served chicken sandwiches. But he wanted to go through the whole process of getting uh getting the chicken at the farm um going through and he goes through the whole regulation about what it takes to actually make a chicken sandwich in the united states and it it was extremely eye-opening it also uh you know showed you that these terms like free range and organic all of these certain terms you see on our food now just mean literally jack shit. um it's it's a marketing campaign and the FDA doesn't give a shit about any of us. Um, so, you know, th think think about that. Next time you're going to possibly take a, a very uh, heavily subsidized and advertised anything that is backed by the FDA, just remember those 1-800-BAD-DRUG commercials or the fact that all they do is pretty much promote uh, marketing campaigns. They don't care about your safety. So it's not a good source. However, the documentary was incredible. Um, what was interesting is when he opened the restaurant at the end of the documentary, he showed all the, the, the truth on the wall that, that was part of the artwork of the restaurant. And people were still okay with it. I mean, they still bought the sandwiches. However, they were impressed with the idea of what it actually takes, which... I don't know. It was just crazy to to see all of this, and uh, it pulled the veil back. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. Is it's interesting to see, like when you're think about that next time you're consuming the Lord's chicken. The Lord was not involved <laughs> in any process of that. Trust me on that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's sad too. Just the the. Uh, subsidization of farmland because it's it's one of our most important resources and you know i always the one thing i can't fucking stand i'll tell you this right now and i'm 100 percent honest about it is anybody who pushes green technology and i'll tell you why because you're a fucking liar you don't give a shit about the earth if you gave a shit about the earth you wouldn't force little black kids in uganda to mine lithium for that battery in your electric car so, or in your iPhone. In your or iPhone. like that. Yeah, exactly. The, the iPhone that you complain about capitalism on. <laughs> so, yeah, the, these eco... Eco... Uh, Warriors and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I can't stand those people. None of them push the things that would actually help. 
And one thing that would help would uh, be producing our food here and making it small families again, instead of massive uh, chicken farms where the chickens grow so fat that they break their legs or have a heart attack before they can even grow to their full size because they're being fed too much. And yeah, it's the whole thing's disgusting. They don't give a shit about that. So they're all fucking liars and I hate them. Or they're retarded, which is also <laughs> a distinct possibility. If you've been on Twitter longer than five minutes, you've seen the retard. That's fair. That's fair. I was actually arguing with some retards recently. And, or uh, on TikTok I, because uh, the Zoomers, some of them got it. Um, a lot of them don't. Yeah. Uh, talk about that for a minute because I, I know you had mentioned that you had started going the TikTok route for a little bit. So how... and we were talking about that off off air a little bit. So how's that been going? Yeah, man. TikTok. I mean, yeah, make all the fucking jokes. Oh, I'm a fucking TikToker. Bro, like the reach you can get on TikTok is insane. Like dead ass. Like Twitter, plenty of reach. Like Facebook, plenty of reach. Instagram, much more reach. TikTok, it's to the fucking moon. Like it is absolutely insane. Hell, even little old me. Like, I'll have random posts. And you can tell by the fucking metrics, like, when it hits other, a lot of people's, like, for you pages, and they see that content. Because my views will go from, like, fucking a couple of hundred per post to 10,000, 15,000, 50,000. Like, it's absolutely insane sometimes. And it's always, it's never consistent, though. Yeah. So you kind of have to be consistently posting shit, but also know that some of your posts just aren't going to hit. And then be prepared sense. for the shit ton of notifications. Oh my God. So, and then comments and also being reported three times. I've had videos <laughs> taken down. No way, right? Me getting you? content no. reported. Yeah, three different times people have reported some of my more viral videos and then I send in a fucking like a uh, a thing a little report like a oh what is it a fucking a challenge to it and then it gets put back up because it was erroneous and I got a little bit of brain up here so I know how to avoid hate speech and the, the trigger words for that when I'm posting my content so like I'm not just like going in and blah, buckshot. Like I, I know what I'm doing. So interesting. That's uh, yeah. I didn't even think about the hate speech thing. I, I want to tell myself that that is not a thing. <laughs> oh, but... oh, oh, for sure it can be a thing. You just the way that they describe hate speech is very specific, and so they're pretty good about like. You don't you don't do this 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 and target this this this, and if you don't do that, you're good. Just saying someone's a fucking idiot is not hate speech, and yeah, even if they report it as hate speech, TikTok will see that and go like, oh well, that's just an opinion, you're, bro. You're just crying, yeah. And again, TikTok's not obviously the best. They're all all big tech is slanted liberal, but. As far as like when it comes to like reporting shit, in my experience, they've been pretty fair. All right. I mean, but yeah, but Twitter can be weird. As we know, Facebook's really bad. So, yeah. Um, so really, what drew my attention? Cause I mean, fuck the Chinese. And I mean, it's, it's their app, it's what they use. Um, they are all over that app. Um, so for the longest time I said, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to because of that. So what changed my mind and some people in the Liberty movement are going to hate this, but I don't really care what, what changed my mind was Jeremy Kaufman. And the reason why was, well, I'm running for office and he had mentioned in Reed Coverdell's interview recently that they had done together that he some somebody was creating a TikTok for his campaign that he's running in New Hampshire and he was getting 
like 10, 20,000 views on some of his Liberty content. And I was like, what the hell? It's a complete untapped market. So yeah, let's just go. And once again, just like the kids. So kind of changed my mind about that. And uh, th that's good to hear that it's going well, though, because I, I think there's a th there's a need for a lot of this, actually. Um, well, there's plenty of people that make content on there that are fucking morons and all that stuff. So that's yeah. everywhere. But you can find like people on there that are making smart, good content or funny content and it not be like super cringe or super like zoomer like yellow <laughs> twist kind of shit like you can find <laughs> shit you can find shit that's fine on there and there's yeah. some really funny shit on there there's some really like introspective shit on there and then also the fucking thirst traps and all that but well, you know yeah i'm single fuck off yeah <laughs> No, no way, judgment. right? I'm fucking single. No way. No, no judgment here. Not, not gonna say anything. I get it. So, let's see, speaking, I, bringing up Jeremy Kaufman actually reminded me of something that I want. <laughs> I wanted to share real quick. Right on. Let's see. This is a uh, kind of funny. I'm not sure if you saw this or not. Um. Let's see. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw this. Oh, I've loved this, but go ahead and play yeah. it. Yeah. Innocent people. I'm not sure if you East, can hear it. They're having dinner. A bomb is dropped on their house. And they're all killed. What's the problem with this? being done by white men <laughs> i am jeremy kaufman the chief diversity officer at halliburton and candidate for united <laughs> states senate it is time to diversify the murderous military industrial complex we need to make the nukes gay and that's why i'm running for office like my fellow Democrats and Republicans, I will support every war. I will support stealing billions of dollars from <laughs> Americans to kill innocent people. But we are going to make it so gay. It will go down in the history books. We will say never have so many genders and so many races killed innocent people. Let's bomb Yemen. But let's make sure a rainbow of skin colors are dropping those bombs. <laughs> These are going to be the gayest transist murders the United States has ever performed. That's what I stand for as the chief diversity officer at Halliburton. And that's what I'll do once elected to the United States Senate. I'm Jeremy Kaufman, and I'm gay for this message. <laughs> oh beautiful oh that just oh like <laughs> i don't care what anyone says about that or him i have my own opinions about him uh he's he's definitely had some bad branding some bad messaging but that was oh my oh my god just that was beautiful <laughs> like it's it's literally the most cringiest. Oh, and using all the buzzwords, I fucking love it. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Like I said, I've had my own opinions and some stuff, blah blah blah. But that, oh man, that, that's something. God, that's like some kind of shit I would make. It's fucking great. I love it. Yeah, and uh, got got to shout out uh, Dan Smots for that. He's the one that made that from. Uh, God, I can't remember the name of his show. The only libertarian video editor, apparently. Yeah, and and he's fucking amazing at it too. Um, it's it's uh the the system is down. I think. Um, I've listened to it before, although I don't listen to any podcast now. I'm too busy, but yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, good shit. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, do you remember that um, 
video the the LP had posted a while ago, and they had spent like thirty grand making, and it, yeah. it got like a hundred and sixty thousand views, and it was like just embarrassing, kind of lame. Yeah. Now that video, I'm sure, did not cost near that. Um, I didn't just look... some dude's time. Yeah, just a couple of dudes' time, a couple of funny ideas, and some some editing tricks yeah and that that video has gone almost as far so probably further it's way better so it's just um i don't know um fuck the old guard in the the lp um i i would like personally a uh a libertarian party that would actually do something I don't care what that is. Well, I I do. I want it to advance liberty. However, yeah, don't don't tempt them now. They'll yeah. do something. <laughs> it won't be something you like, but they'll do something. So. Uh, well, I mean, they've been doing something since just uh, a lot of rubbernecking and uh, uh, looking down upon everyone, you know, over their noses. So something like that. Oh yes, yes. So that also leads me to uh, Reno. Going to be in Reno. Yep, in one way or another, I might be couch surfing, but I'll be there somewhere. I don't, I'm probably going to be doing some stuff there. Who knows? The month of May is pretty uh, wide open for me, especially weekends and all that. So I'm going to be, I'm gonna, I got I got a couple ideas, but I'm going to keep that in the, the pocket. Nice. And then I'm going to keep it in the pocket, but then it's going to fall through the pocket because it'll put a hole and then it won't happen because <laughs> like the last couple of months yeah i had the biggest troll of all time i could say where i say "Ooh, new year a bigger more expanded content and then nothing happens for two or three months <laughs> it was totally fucking planned oh yeah it's all right you fell right into my trap <laughs> and then rumors the rumors of my metaphorical death have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah. Don't believe it. He's here. I promise this was not pre-recorded. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> it was totally not done four months ago. Yeah, that's it. Nope. No, believe it. You see it, believe it. Don't, don't trust what your brain's telling you. Don't believe, believe your lying eyes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, that's cool though. No, I'm honestly, I mean, everyone's kind of, uh, made the predictions about Reno. I honestly think it's going to go well. Um, I don't think there, there's probably going to be, I mean, there's going to be shit talking, but so what I'm a way better shit talker than anyone who's going to be shit talking. So bring it. Mm. Um, do you think there's going to be in honor of WrestleMania? Do you think we're going to have any uh, any uh, sporadic fights break out? Oh, God. I mean... I hope not, but, you know. I hope it doesn't. Um, but it wouldn't shock you. Depending on who it is, mm. it could still shock me. Right. But, I mean... You know, maybe I'll drop some names names off camera, you know, yeah. but if if one person smacked another person, I would be like, oh, OK, that makes sense <laughs> like that. That's been coming for a long time. Yeah, um, I don't recommend doing that, though. So it is a violation it, of the nap to fucking slap somebody in the face. Yeah. But if you do it, I'm going to laugh. So it's just going to be that. Um I don't know. I'm going to find it funny. Um, so although there, there is one thing, uh, because I'm 98% sure he won't see this. So I will say it. the one thing I do want to do uh, a while ago, the LP did regional training and they had come here to, uh, Utah, Salt Lake area. And I went and I ended up getting a picture with Nick Sarwark, which I thought was kind of tongue in cheek, pretty funny. I have nothing personally against Nick. I just don't think he should be in control any longer. He's had his turn. He can come back later if he wants, but go take a break. Go do something else. Um, 
However, the, the one thing I do want to do is get him to sign a picture of that picture at national. <laughs> just, just a little eight by 10, something I'm going to hang up. So another little tongue in cheek joke for myself that I now think you. is absolutely hilarious. Well, there you go. He's your, your best friend, Nick. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I understand the hate. Uh, like I said, I have my own opinions. Uh, he should definitely uh, not be involved as extensively. I don't want him to leave the party, though. I don't want anyone to leave the party. I want more people to come into the party, and I want them to be better libertarians. There you go. So that's my goal. Honestly, I'm, I don't care who is who on what side what matters to me is the advancement of liberty which i think is the most important thing especially when we're looking at what we're looking at um the inflation the possible war i mean all of that in party shit doesn't matter to me honestly indeed no internal fighting because there's enough enemies on the outside that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to give my stirring speech, but now I'm just going to drink. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's better time well spent anyways. So, uh, good shit. So, um, when's the, uh, the comeback of the show? <sighs> I don't want to give specific dates because it's busy as shit, but yeah. I'm, a, I'm scheduling some things, and uh, it'll be back. Yeah. Before, how about I say stuff's going to start happening before Reno. Word. There's going to be a couple things coming out, so. And then I'm always producing shit on TikTok, so. There, the, yeah. But the podcast itself, it, it's going to make a comeback. Word. The comeback nobody asked for, but it's coming <laughs> anyway. Hey. You know what? Just because nobody asked for it doesn't mean it won't be appreciated. Hell yes. I mean, they, uh, besides who's they anyways, and why does their opinion matter? Fuck them. Well, <laughs> they might be referring to like a single person now, so it's okay. <laughs> I like to think of it that way that only one person who goes by they on Twitter has like the pronouns like they, them. Then that's the only person that hates me, which I would be ecstatic for. But you know, blah blah blah. It is it is 2022. Anything's possible, and might as well set the bar high, right? Ah, uh, yes. It is funny though <laughs> when you're on like when I'm like doing TikTokers shit, and then I'll have like boomer cons and shit come in, and they're like, yeah, and get so when I put something that's somewhat related to fuck the libs or something but then my next video i'll troll like the last time of course this video didn't go anywhere because of course it didn't but i had a little like call out to uh a little uh road pirate action on uh my tiktok and i set it to uh morgan wallen too just to bring in all the reds <laughs> all right <laughs> It didn't go anywhere because, of course, it didn't. But it would have been great if it did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, God, I found this meme and it would be perfect for this moment if I had it on deck. And of course, I don't because I suck. So there's that. He's and got I'm work not... on not sucking. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or so no. really good. There's a difference. That, that is true. That is true. Um, everyone watching, get your minds out of the gutter. So, because I, I know the audience, so no. Um, but <laughs> Bonk, horny bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> so, I'm not going to explain the meme either, because th this is another thing I'm going to start pushing a lot harder. If you explain a meme, you're explaining a joke. Every time you explain a joke, it's not funny. The whole point to a meme is that it's visual. So stop explaining memes. Like, if if you want to show it to me, please do. I love memes. But send it to me. Don't, don't call me 
and try to explain this meme. It's not yeah. going to be funny. It will fall flat, and then I'll have to pretend to laugh, and it's just uncomfortable for me. Yeah, like by its very definition, memes are a visual medium. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not an audio medium. Exactly. And as soon as I'm telling you, just explain a joke, and then you'll see how quickly it becomes not funny anymore. So stop explaining memes. It's not funny. It's killing the joke. Save them like the rest of us and have a million memes in your photo file. Like this. Unless you're the left, which they will explain the meme within the meme. Oh, and then God. It's automatically not funny. Yeah, that's... Ooh, I, I think you uh, gave me a great idea. We, we will definitely uh, wrap up here uh, before we let it go too long, but we are going to have you back. And what we'll end up doing on the next is we will do a review of leftist memes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I expect to be non-humored at all. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It'll definitely be great. So I, or the, the real challenge will be is to make them actually funny. Ooh, that yes. would be the challenge. How could we remake leftist memes funny? Oh, talk about a challenge. Make leftist memes great again or something. <laughs> Except for were they ever really great? But, eh, you know, I mean, they, they weren't. But we, we can go ahead and try. We can try. So and there we go. So I did throw uh, a link to your show down in the episode description. Um, Sweet. So there, there is that. But let people know where they can find you on TikTok. Yeah, so on TikTok, uh, it's just dissident in chief. A one word, the whole thing spelled out. And then if you want to go on my Twitter, I'm trying to get better about posting more shit but it's a lot more sporadic the more free time i get the more i post but it's still at dis in chief all together and yeah i'm not on facebook not on instagram but yeah tiktok and twitter and then pretty soon spotify will start having new content of mine but it's always there at which is dissident in chief like he has in the description and all that but yeah I produce shit. I try to do funny shit. So, yeah, give me a shot, man. Like, I can't be any worse than your shitty friends podcast. So go for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll I'll have him on this shitty show. So you know, that's the only how only is. the highest quality of shows. Okay. Exactly. That's all that I bring my audience is the highest quality content possible and the highest quality of guests. Except for this show. Every other guest is fucking amazing. <laughs> he comes on here kind of like a palate chaser. Like, you know when you're eating sushi and you have to eat, like, some wasabi or some fucking, like, uh, <laughs> that fucking shit that, like... The, the pickled the ginger. ginger. The yep. pickled ginger. I'm that. And then you can really enjoy, like, when fucking Clint comes on, that kind of shit. Like, those are the ones you gotta go in order of. Well, let's check out this comment real quick from Jennifer. <laughs> Ah, me poor yeah. indeed. Yeah. Much appreciated. And I am alive, <laughs> I swear. Well, that's because you haven't been on Clubhouse. So everyone's like, where the fuck did he go? Oh, I'm I made a surprise appearance after the fucking gig I did last night. And yeah, I'll be I'll be on there a little bit more because yeah, I miss the I miss that place. It's a it's a degenerate shithole, and I love it that way. <laughs> you know. I'll, I'll be honest, the last little while I've been on Clubhouse, I, I haven't been called a racist, um, which has been nice, which, by the way, anyone watching this that doesn't know, you would just have to know Clubhouse. I didn't say anything racist to get called a racist. That's the whole point. Um, well, yeah, so anyone that, familiar with Twitter knows the drill. Yes, so. Yeah, but same thing, just audio-based audio instead. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah, people can actually just yell at you in instead of type in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. good old clubhouse. Yeah. Gets mentioned on this show a little too much sometimes, but, you know, mm. it's whatever. So make sure and definitely uh, go to rise to liberty.com. 
rise to liberty.com slash links. I just got, uh, I just abandoned Linktree because fuck Linktree. I found a way better service called libertylinks.io and uh, it's uh, liberty based. So, and I mean based as in hashtag based. So go to rise to liberty.com slash links and that's everywhere you can find us on the web. Um, there are a few other places that will be coming out soon. So make sure and keep an eye on that. Make sure and go check out JP or dissident in chief as he will have new content coming out and uh, dude, it was great. We'll have you back on to uh, review and attempt to make some leftist memes funny. Hell yeah, brother. Much appreciated for giving me the platform and also, Anytime. uh, yeah, good catching up with you, bro. Oh yeah. Go, uh, go watch some wrestling. Go have some fun. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Later, dude. Later.